0: Hello everyone, my name is Kina Newell. I'm a financial coach and I work with professional women and solopreneurs to create new possibilities with their money. If you are tuning in right now, you are joining me for Money Files, so welcome. Welcome back to my Where Are They Now? series. This is day four, where you will hear from my client, Alex. So Alex and I actually worked on his business finances. So through his story, you'll hear about the power of organizing your business finances. Oftentimes I work with solopreneurs and there is such a strong connection with how we manage our personal finances and how that plays in to how we manage our business finances. But in working with Alex, we have been able to unravel a lot of his money blocks and really putting him in a position where he is now seeing himself as like a CEO and a CFO in his business just by working on his mindset and organizing his business finances. So tune in. Well, hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me for interview number four this week with my Where Are They Now? series. Today, I am joined by Alex. i was just telling Alex, I have, look, Alex, you used to represent all the men that I've worked with all two <laughs> this year. <laughs> <laughs> And he said men need money help too. Well, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Sure. So hi everyone. My name is Alex Ray. I am a small business owner. I'm a life coach full time and I help people triple their confidence. Nina has been a gigantic help to me with my finances, obviously. Because when I came to you, I was I was hot shrimp rack with my money, that's for sure.
0: Alex and I have worked together, Alex, we started working together in July. I think that's when we had a consult. Yep. So actually, let's just start from the beginning because you actually came to Mimosas and Money Matters, which I forgot about. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I was like the only person there for the first half. Yes. And <laughs> someone else randomly popped in and we had like a nice little conversation. Yeah. What did we talk about?
0: I think we talked about like your fear around money. Yep. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And then you booked a consult. But yeah, tell us where you were when we first started working together.
1: Financially where I was? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: In the hole. I didn't have any type of savings built up other than like my leftover 401k from my old salary job. Like that's been untouched since then, even though I keep thinking about touching it and Kina keeps smacking my hand, which is great and needed and perfect. But that was my only form of savings. And I was really like... Not even living month to month with the business. I was living client paycheck, like client payment to client payment. And when it would come in, I'd be like, oh, great. Okay. Well, I'll pay myself a little bit of it. I think I was paying myself kind of every time I was afraid that my account was low. Actually, that was when I would pay myself from my business account. And then every time the credit card bill came, I paid. I generally paid the full statement balance, I think is what I was doing. But I think all of my accounts combined, I'm sure we can look in the spreadsheet because we have it in there. <laughs> all of my accounts combined, I probably totaled around maybe $2,000 mm-hmm. that I had to my name. Yeah. <laughs> to my-
0: <laughs> and yeah, we started, we got clear on. Being able to pay yourself consistently so that that way you could expect, you know, because on the 15th and the 30th or the first and the 15th, whatever that is, that you were going to, you know, you work hard in your business and that you were going to have a paycheck to represent the work that you are doing as a business owner.
1: And that was really fun because I'd never paid myself consistently. Here was my main issue around money. I would pull money from my business account and deposit in my personal one every time I noticed that my account balance seemed like critically low.
0: (laughs) How has it felt to pay yourself?
1: Uh, honestly cleared up so much mind drama and like fear around money. And now we're at the point where we have enough that like, if my business came to a screeching halt right now, no money came in. At the moment I could pay my next three paychecks, no problem. And it's already set aside, and that feels really good to know. Like, oh, okay, wait a minute. Just keep making money. It sort of shifted my focus off of I was surviving through my business, and it was like it was very much treading water, and constantly like trying to pull in the next client. And I didn't want to be showing up that way. I don't think that's a good way for any business owner to be showing up, I'm really desperate for the next client. And I wasn't serving my current clients all that well either, because. There was a, always a fear in the back of my mind. Like, I have to sign someone new. I have to sign someone new because I need more money to feed the beast that I had created.
0: <laughs> what has been like the biggest shift for you in working together?
1: Money is like totally different. Before we worked together, I had a lot of negative thoughts around rich people. People that had money. I had um, a zero sum belief, which you helped me figure out in one of our very early coaching calls that like money isn't pie. Everyone gets a little slice. And if I have too big of a slice, then I'm taking away from other people.
0: Mm. Oh, I do remember that call.
1: And I really believed I was sort of scared about what I do in my business. I can't even charge more money because if they don't make money off of doing what I help them do, that would be wrong. (laughs) which is hilarious cuz you kept pointing out like okay well what have you paid money for that didn't give you a financial return it's like oh almost everything
0: and not only that before you like switched to life coaching you were doing fitness coaching and training and i'm like your clients aren't making money off of that either
1: no they definitely weren't yeah so i don't know where i ha- where that came from it was such a garbage thought and you helping me see that was like It took probably a a week or two for it to really, really settle in. And I would say like a month or two, actually, before it became like a deep-rooted belief of like, oh, yeah. Of course, what I do doesn't necessarily have to have a financial return. A lot of times, it turns out it does, (laughs) like for my clients. So that's exciting that I get to help people make more money. But it doesn't have to be that. And I think realizing that me making more money didn't mean other people had to make less. Mm -hmm. In fact, if like I thrive, I can also help others thrive. Mm -hmm. That was a really cool thought that got me excited to make money instead of like it being taboo. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And one of the things like I'm remembering early on, just in thinking about your finances and knowing how much you needed to pay yourself to cover like your personal expenses, knowing how much you needed to pay yourself to cover your business expenses. We wanted to make sure you could save for taxes. Like we also wanted to like build a buffer within your account that also took into account us looking at your pricing. Yeah, it did. And so really thinking about, well, if I, and I talk a lot with business owners about kind of the backwards planning of things, because a dollar is not a dollar when you're in business for yourself.
1: Nope. It's about 50 cents maybe.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe if you're lucky. Yeah. One of the things you've done really well that was gone through and you've con- like, you've continually, especially in these last couple months, you've audited your expenses to make sure that you're spending money in a way that's in alignment with where you want to go as a business owner.
1: Yeah. My favorite thing though, was when I posted on Instagram, like, Hey everyone, the new iPhone came out. Who's pre-ordering it? Me. And Kina slides into my DMs and just asks one question. <laughs> oh, is that in the spending plan? <laughs> And I went, oh, trust, so I I was so defensive. I was like, oh, trust me, it fits. <laughs> yeah. It's like the same price. And then I went and looked and found out that I thought I was signed up for like the iPhone upgrade program. I thought like the cost that I had was going to be fixed. No, I was wrong about all of that. And then there were like fees and everything associated with upgrading. And then I had to figure out how to sell my old phone. I was like, this is a cluster F. So. I put that off for a bit, went into my finances. And this is really, I was like, I'm going to make room for that (laughs) extra $6 a month. And I did, I pulled out a couple hundred dollars from what I was spending. And because of the shifts that you gave me in my money, it literally only took you just asking that one simple question, is it in the spending plan? And I went to work, like it was felt very natural to like, all right, you're right, let's see how we can make room. And so I saved myself like around $300 a month, which is insane. I was dumping money down the toilet, just so I could have that extra six or $7 for the new (laughs) form.
0: I mean, I think that there was, there was some other shift that you told me about in terms of, I mean, we were meeting frequently and you were showing up, but at some point you said like something clicked for you. Yeah. Were you. There were a few of those. Well, but like, this was like more so of you realizing that there was like a a narrative that you'd been telling yourself about money. And I felt like it related to like your childhood money stories and It was keeping you from actually like engaging in our work together. Like you were doing the things I asked you to do, but I feel like ever since that moment, we've been able to put more links together as you call it. But tell us about like that, that shift in mindset. If you remember,
1: I had a lot of fear around the money, but I didn't, I don't know that I knew, I knew there was some fear there, but what I didn't know was that I was also hiding from it. Mm -hmm. I grew up with this belief that one money was scarce and two, it was also like we were going to be okay no matter what. Mm -hmm. So looking at money equaled automatic stress. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: If I look at my money, I will feel stressed no matter what happens. I'll survive. So why would I look at it? Mm -hmm. You'd rather just not look and keep living stress-free, and keep just barely surviving. That sounds like a good plan. And then realizing, like, wait a minute, that's totally not true. Well, part of it is true. I could just survive by hiding from it forever. Mm -hmm. I don't want to just survive. Like, I really wanted to thrive, and I wanted to create something wonderful, and I want to create a beautiful business, and I want to be able to, like, also, personally, I love overcoming fears that I have. Mm -hmm. And so that was sort of a challenge to myself, like, ooh, there's a lot of discomfort here. Let's step into it. And being with it, I realized like, oh, no, there really is a place where you can create a big death hole for yourself. I will always be okay. I'll figure a way out of anything. Yeah. But if I look at it, then I can make plans for my future. Mm-hmm. I can use my money effectively. If I don't look at it, that actually created more problems. And it I was lying to myself that it felt good. Like it didn't actually feel good. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Well, and I think like the thought, like it'll be okay can create two different emotions. And in one case it can be very calm. And then in another case, there's like, like you're naming, like there's an underlying fear. And I do want all my clients to know, like, it's going to be okay. Because they, they come from like fear and shame and guilt and overwhelm. Right. There's like all these things but just as you're naming, like it's a, it's a different, it's the same thought, but it's a different emotion and it creates a different result for you.
1: Yeah. I think my main thing was like, I think the main issue was looking at money automatically equals stress. Mm-hmm. If I look at money, I will be stressed. And that was the main problem. Then I started looking at it and realizing like, I don't have to be stressed.
0: And you've been looking at it more because I can see when you're in your spreadsheet. Oh, yeah
1: yeah (laughs) i I looked at it today and i was like there was part of it that i was like "Uh, i want more money in this thing right now but at the same time i was like also who cares like i'm i'm figuring it out and i already have all of this month's expenses paid for so i don't know why i'm like uh, no big deal yeah (laughs) i'm gonna have another money date in a few weeks and there's gonna be like several thousand dollars that are coming in right now that's just processing out there in the little credit card land.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What has, like, as a business owner, getting your finances organized, what else has it created for you in your life and in your business?
1: This was a really good question that you asked me on our consult was like, what else does this mean for you in your life? And the fact is, like, working with you isn't just about, great, I have organized money, or I tracked it, right? Like, meant... (laughs)
0: <laughs> the app
1: that like I used to use and did nothing with. It's like, oh, I'm tracking it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I never freaky.
1: look at it, but there's an app looking at it for me. So yeah. I don't have to look at it. But having like a totally different relationship with money has one in my business, I now make more of it. Because mm-hmm. I'm not thinking of it in this way where I'm like taking from people and it's me. I spend it wiser now and i strategize and i like actually have fun with that which is something i never knew i could actually have fun with and hey, I kind you know of, what like, my
0: heart is singing i'm my my work is done here
1: right i look forward to having my little money dates and i'm like i'm like oh can i have one tomorrow i'm like no you <laughs> just had one <laughs> you just want to check things off stop do yeah. wait a few days you don't need that yet so I get to strategize around it. Um, I get to create big plans that it, are really exciting for future investments in my business that grow it. I get to show up for my clients very released of of money pressure. I'm not afraid if a client cancels. I'm I'm not like, well, I'll eat ramen for the next few weeks until <laughs> someone comes along. I think it's also a lot. It's allowed me to show up way better in my business and in my life. I haven't been like desperate and clingy.
0: And you've had like, what, in the last two months, you've had your highest revenue month.
1: Yeah. Every, every month keeps getting higher than the last one. And and I'm like, oh, but what if, what if this happens? Like I've had a couple of clients cancel here and there. And I'm like, Oh, Keena, I'm not gonna. And you go, no, that's not possible. You know how to make money. Now you just make more of it. What if, what about that? And you've been right. And that's also just a thought that really has created the calm that was necessary to go and make offers and bring in more revenue.
0: Yeah. I love working with business clients. It's like the same as personal finances, but it's different because I feel like you're juggling the emotions of you create money. But in getting like, I think personal finances or in business finances, I think when you take the time to organize your finances, you welcome more money into your life. Like yeah. You can oh confidently God. go and talk about the value that your services provide as a life coach. And you also know what that money creates for you on the business side. So like you can pay yourself, you can invest in yourself as a business owner. You can save for taxes without feeling attached to like all of the the results.
1: Yeah. And that also has allowed me a space where like when somebody says they can't afford. To work with me, I'm like, wait, really? Are you sure? Tell me, wait, what do you spend your money on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I get really curious because I don't have the same belief, old beliefs that I had about money before. Old me was like, oh, I understand, that's no problem. I had this person who, I'm not kidding you, has a has a million dollar house in D.C. Tell me he couldn't afford my services. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, what? But I let it go because it was early on in us working together. Now, if we talked, I'd be like, are you serious? What are you talking about? We just talked for an hour about how much you want, what I can offer. Oh, I can help you. And I would love to work with you. Like, and I don't, if you don't want to work with me, that's fine. But like, let's not make it about like not having the money because I kn- that just can't be possible. Let's look.
0: So you're confident in your objections too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So business service providers, y'all got to clean up your own money beliefs if you're going to charge people for real. Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah. It's money mindset is a lot for sure. Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you want to share or a question that I should have asked you?
1: I think one other thing as far as being like a business owner that's been really nice is before I was kind of like, I was so I think we touched on this already, but like so desperate because the money was so inconsistent mm. and the expenses were so inconsistent and the payment to myself was so inconsistent, and my personal charges like expenses were so inconsistent. And because of all this inconsistency, it was like I didn't realize what a mess that was creating emotionally for me in other areas I think of my life. And Being a total distraction from actually being able to show up personally and professionally the way I'd like to be. And so getting that under control, I now like, it feels so just natural. I'm like, oh yeah, there's a system in place. The money comes in. It does these things. for. I do these things with it. Yeah. (laughs) Here we go.
0: I can't believe I haven't asked you this question. To talk and speak to the inconsistency because somebody in the Facebook group asked like, well, what do you do when you have fluctuating income? which both you and I have- higher higher Kina. First off. <laughs> but yeah, like how are you managing it? Because not all of your months are the same. So this is like a pop no. quiz.
1: Yeah. So I divide it by percentage for different uses. So we have four different main functions. My expenses, my taxes, my profit, and my, what do we call it? My paycheck for myself payroll, I think, or whatever. We don't call compensation, it compensation,
0: I think, is what it is. That's it what owners we call say. It. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. So those four categories, we split it up by the percentage anytime um a payment comes into the business. And then based on the average of that, we determined what was a reasonable monthly expenses for my business. I was very high in my expenses because I thought that if I just threw money at things like I would get more out and well in one sense it is true like working with you I paid you and I'm making more money now and I have more calmness around my money yes but blindly throwing your money into the dark like I was doing that didn't work efficiently or effectively so we really trimmed that down we looked at the also, how much would be reasonable to consistently pay myself. And then the other things were were simple, like your profit is your profit. And then the taxes, we used a percentage that will allow me to have at least enough to pay taxes and hopefully get a return at the end of the year.
0: Mm-hmm. Just to elaborate a little bit more. So Alex has like... I think I talked about this on one of the other lives. It's like we flatlined his expenses in his business. So they're consistent every single month. So even though his income and his revenue may be inconsistent, we have said like, this is the amount that you spend on business expenses and like stick to this number. And what that has allowed is that when he has months that are higher than we've projected... There's still extra money going into that account. There's extra money going into his compensation account. There's extra money going into his business account. So if there is a dip in income, just speak, whatever, because it's business, business fluctuates. He's not stressed. Like we're like, yes, we have like an average number that we're like trying to hit every single month. But I don't think our conversation. I really don't think our conversation has ever been. We don't have enough money.
1: <laughs> yeah, we haven't. Yeah. That's so true. We had, that hasn't been the problem, even though that was like in my brain the whole time. I was like, I probably don't have enough money.
0: Yeah. Probably
1: not.
0: Yeah. Like you've, you've like, I've kept an eye on things to be like, yep, you're good. And and I know that I had to like point out to you, like one of your ahas that you had recently was like, oh, I'm paying, I'm saving this money for next month's expenses. Yes. <laughs> and that, that was a big aha. And I felt like a huge shift in what you were doing before.
1: Yeah. Before I put at least 90% of my business expenses went on a credit card, and then this month I tried to make the money to pay for last month's expenses and so on and so on. Now the money comes in, and we divide it up and like we put it aside for the next month and we we can really clearly see like, oh, we have next month paid. and we're gonna catch up soon to a point where like I'll have two months or three months of expenses like already ready paid out. And then I can start expanding and and invest in more things.
0: You mentioned pulling back on like some of the things that you've invested in, but having like a spending plan within your business, how has that helped you be more selective with the things that you want to invest in?
1: Well, everything now has a purpose.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: When I wasn't looking and I was shooting in the dark, I didn't care like, okay, this is weird, but like, I didn't care how many bullets were left in the gun. Because I also don't even know what I'm shooting at. I'm like, okay, like, I, I had terrible timing with this illustration, probably. But, like,
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for you to finish this analogy.
1: Taking the, like, analogy of, like, shooting blindly in the dark, right?
0: Uh-huh.
1: And I was like, I don't care how much I have left. Oh, shit, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Well, I could borrow some from the credit card, right? Yeah. Like, I'll just, I'll just pay it back later. I'll pay it back later. And before I knew it, it was like... Well, I've got like more, I had at least 50% more in monthly expenses before, almost actually double probably in my monthly expenses when I came to you. And so now I'm like, oh wait, I have a certain, okay, and this is how the analogy fits, but like I have a certain amount of ammunition, Mm -hmm. let's actually turn on the lights, let's hit the bullseye, and then if I have (laughs) leftover, then I can save that for the next month and build up. And then even be able to hit other bullseyes. So that's how the analogy fits.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's, yeah, like you, I I remember very early on, you wanted to like invest in some program, I think it was like, so you could get on different podcasts or whatever. Mm -hmm. And we talked back and forth a little bit about it and just being really clear on what does that, like, what are you, what problem are you solving for in your business because as business owners, and I remember doing this in the very beginning, it's like, well, if I just buy like that $99 program, then that will help me make money. And both you and I do mindset work and it's like, but that's not actually the issue. And so I, I think that if business owners really can look at their business expenses and audit to say like, this is what I want to keep. This is you know potentially what I want to cancel and pause. It lets you narrow down. Like you said, everything has a purpose in your business. And so when you are going to make an investment, you have like a rationale and you're looking for that return and you're not making the investment out of like scarcity or, you know, I just need this thing to work because I'm not making the money in my business that I desire to be making.
1: Yeah, I was always investing in ways that were like, let me just, if I pour money on this, it'll fix the problem. I'll have more revenue. And it was always like, Not where, whereas now I think, oh, is this something I want? Yes, but like, why do I want it? Mm -hmm.
0: Am
1: I happy with that reason? Great. Is this going to have some type of healthy return for my business? Usually that means like, is it actually paying back financially? Sometimes it's, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's paying back like maybe more in efficiency or like time saving or. Also, sometimes it's like, this will be really fun. It's going to be really fun to do this thing for my business. And I can't afford to do it. I'm not blindly throwing money. I'm, I have this money set aside and I can do this really fun thing. Like client gifts are really fun.
0: Which we had to add in.
1: Yeah, we added that in. And I was so happy to be able to do that because like I buy these expensive. I love these. They're like leather bound journals that are monogrammed. So I monogram every, the journal for my client. I go and like, I try to get something that's, I get like a pen that like somehow relates to something in their life and like, like expensive stuff. I mean, it's like almost a hundred dollars that I spent on this gift per client. And I love that I get to do that and like treat them. And like, does that have an immediate financial return? No. Yeah. But it, does it adds to the experience of working with me and it's adding some value to the service that I perform that they don't even know is coming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Make them, yeah, you take care of them, which which I support. What's one takeaway you want listeners to have after they hear your story?
1: I think it was fairly easy for me to invest in coaching because I was certain that it would pay off somehow. Because I, because I am a coach and I've like been in this world for a while. Like I get it. And I had already invested in Stacy. Who's our business coach before I had paid you. So I'd already like seen like, oh, okay. This amount of money though, it seems kind of scary to my brain right now is going to have a return. I would just highly recommend like, don't all the free tips, like any coach gives away. Like I give away, like you give away, like are very, very helpful. But if you like really, really want to get a handle on your finances, like it is worth every penny to be with Tina on a Zoom <laughs> and like strategically look exact at exactly what's going on and then c- overcome all the mind drama, overcome all the processes that are broken <laughs> in your business or your personal and and work on it. Like I really, I don't think there's no way I, would get the value that I get with you through any type of just like do it yourself program or just by listening to your podcast and definitely not by like apps like mint like <laughs> I had that shit brought since since before Intuit bought it
0: well, mint is like reactionary. It is reactionary, but I thought that was fine. <laughs> no, I want your, I want, I want your spending plan to be living and breathing.
1: Yes. Yeah. So, I don't think honestly, like, and then it's worth every penny.
0: <laughs> you could
1: God. raise your prices, and I'd still be like, I'm not, okay, I'll figure <laughs> it out.
0: Is there an action that you want people to take? What's an action that people can take?
1: Well, hire keynote duh. But. Um, <laughs>
0: Well, yeah. What, what, am I
1: saying all the things right (laughs) now?
0: Thank you for following the script. No, (laughs) what would you, yeah. Like if you had to give a piece of advice to a business owner that was looking to like move forward with their finances, what's like an action they could take on their own today? I
1: like to look at where am I, like, where am I afraid? Because any place that I'm giving into fear is always going to be holding me back from what I really truly want. And so Something that served me very well in my life, not only just with us working together, but anywhere is like, okay, am I afraid? Yes. Great. Let's have the fear and step into it. And that's where I'll grow.
0: Mm. And Alex coaches on bravery. And that's why you keep hearing fear.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like talk about it all day long, right?
0: Yeah. Which there's a lot of fear when it comes to finances.
1: Yeah. Yeah turns out I had a ton of
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> coaches need coaches. Imagine that. Hmm. Imagine. <laughs> well, thank you, Alex. I really appreciate you chatting with me.
1: Thank you, Kina. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thank you for listening to Alex's story, and thank you for tuning in to all of this special series. There's one more episode in this series, and that will be with my client April. So you'll want to be sure to tune in to the next bonus episode. And if you haven't already, download my money journal, go to bit.ly backslash one client series and really dive in. I don't want you just to be a listener of this series. I really want you to think about like how does what I'm hearing from Kina's clients, how does this apply to my Life. I want you to be able to shift your money mindset. I want you to be able to create new possibilities with your money. And if you know that you want my one to one support, go to wealthovernow.com and book a consultation with me. Let's talk about what it could look like for you to create new possibilities with your money. I just love it that you made it to the end of this episode of Money Files. I hope some part of today's story resonated with you and showed you the power of coaching. Today, I'm inviting you to take the first step and book a one-to-one call with me. We'll discuss what you're hoping to achieve with your money, where you need support, and how I can help you reach your financial goals faster than you ever could alone. Go to www.wealthovernow.com and book a call. Once again, my name is Kina, and thank you again for joining me. Also, stay tuned for the next episode.